Welcome to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight is on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Here's your host, Gary Darby. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to the program we like to call the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. It's another Thursday edition of North Mississippi Spotlight. And we'll roll with you until about 10 this morning. Give you Gerard and the Midday's program after that. What is on tap for us in today's hour, you ask? It will go a little bit like this. Our first guest will be Stephanie Mullins, the Dean of the School of Health Sciences at NWCC. We'll chat with Stephanie first. And then Jeff Triplett, the District Director of Fine Arts Instruction, will be on. So we'll catch up with some things in health sciences. We'll catch up with some things in music and fine arts. We'll chat with Stephanie and Jeff on today's program. From the LitcoMetals.com studio, cold came in today. The heat on in the old studio. You could tell uh, we haven't had that. When you get this equipment and such, most times you don't need the heat on. However, it was a little little chilly when uh, some of the people got in this morning. And thank goodness. They cut the heat on, and and that feels pretty decent in here. We woke up to near freezing conditions, and we still have that freeze warning in effect in North Mississippi. Right now, as we work, uh, we're, well, in the low 30s. In fact, we'll be moving into about 55 for the afternoon high and sunny, 32 tonight. Then we'll go near 60 on Friday with an overnight low of 37, 61 on Saturday, and we'll continue to rise up and near 70 by Tuesday. So it looks like precipitation is out of the way for a moment. Weather is the service of our friends of Alan Samuels of Oxford. They bring you this forecast, a brief look at uh, the MDOT world where uh, we had an incident earlier in DeSoto County that I was going to report upon, but looks like they have cleaned that up on I-55, even though there looks as if uh, right into uh, the Cenotopia area now, the exit there, at Cenotopia on the southbound side, a little slowdown in traffic if you're in the Tate County area. Back to Alan Samuels. Go to alansamuelsoxford.com, your friend in the car business. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Coming up against Stephanie Mullins, the Dean of the School of Health Sciences, and Jeff Triplett, District Director of Fine Arts Instruction. But now we're going to get into some sports. We have a lot of it to bring to you. Playoffs for some, regular season opening for others, and basketball season started on Monday this week. For the women's basketball team, 76-50 to over Northeast. Lady Rangers trailed by four at the half, but they outscored Northeast 17-0 in the third quarter and outscored the Lady Tigers 42-12 to in the second half. So Coach Howell and the 1-0 Northwest Lady Ranger basketball team will be in Goodman tonight at 6 o'clock to take on Holmes. And the Lady Rangers have a 5.30 tip-off on Monday back in Sinatobia against East Mississippi. If you want to catch some basketball, there's a double dip coming up on Monday in Sinatobia. But the Lady Rangers play game two of the regular season tonight in Goodman against Holmes at 6. For the men, four players finished in double digits for the Rangers, led by Olive Branch native Joseph Cooper, he debuted with 25 points, 11 of 17 from the floor, and the Rangers won 84-60 at Cahoma on Monday night. 
tonight. The Rangers are in Scuba, taking on East Mississippi at 6. And then they host Southern Arkansas University Tech on Monday at 7.30. So both men and women play basketball tonight on the road. And then they will have a doubleheader to host for the women East Mississippi at 5.30 on Monday. And the men follow at 7.30 against Southern Arkansas University Tech. Soccer, number 11 Northwest women's team. Won 2 to nothing over Meridian in the MACCC quarterfinals. 15-2-1 now for Coach Beatty's group. Most victories in a single year in the soccer program's history at Northwest. They're now in the MACCC semifinals against Jones College. Jones is currently ranked number two in the country, Northwest number 11, and they will face off at 1.30 on Saturday in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Jones is 12-1 and one and won the South. Northwest is number 11 and 15-2-1. and one. The Northwest men's soccer team had their season come to a close, losing in the playoffs to number 15, Gulf Coast, on Tuesday in Perkinston. And finally, before we hit the break and then we make our way to the phone lines and talk with Stephanie Mullins, the Northwest football team, Won their last four regular season games, finished seven and two overall. Now they go to Ellisville on Saturday and take on eight and one Jones College. The Rangers are number five in the country, and Jones is number four. This is a first round playoff game. Four teams make it. Number four versus number five with a kickoff Saturday at two in Ellisville. Jeremy Kennedy will have the call of that one. NWCCRangers.com slash watch. NWCCRangers.com slash watch. Now, should the number five Northwest team knock off number four Jones, they will then play the winner of number one East Mississippi and number 10 Hines. So the MACCC playoffs for the top 10 teams going at it in the state of Mississippi. Northwest lost to Jones early in the regular season. They'll now match up again in Ellisville. Good luck to Coach Benji Parker and the Rangers. One thirty on Saturday, pregame coverage with Jeremy Kennedy, and I think Frank Dodds is going to join him. NWCCRangers.com slash watch. You know the ways to be a part of the program. You can text message in at any moment. 662-426-1093 is the way to do that. 662-426-1093. Find us on Facebook at North Mississippi Spotlight. Tweets, if you want, at GDARB65. Stream the program. Listen at 93.7. Do it however you want with the Alexa device. We're here for you. And today, it's all Northwest Community College. We'll talk health sciences after the break. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. Oh, it's time to continue talking good stuff with Northwest Community College. 917 in this Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. And kind enough to be with us again is Stephanie Mullins. She's the Dean of the School of Health Sciences and also kind to uh, answer emails right before the show. How are you? 
Hey, I'm doing great. How are you doing? We've talked about it. I, I think I'm busy. I'm probably not. And, and you know, uh, you do emails, you try and send them out, and then you notice, oh, no, there's four that didn't go away. One of them was yours, and I thank you for, for dealing with old Darb and, and, and joining me this morning. No, it's a pleasure to be with you. All right, so let's talk health sciences as a, as a general. We haven't we haven't talked in, in quite some time, and uh, I know in talking with other people in different departments, it's just been good to be back and do those kinds of things. But now it's time to brag on a couple of people and bring up a new course that we have and maybe talk some faculty as well. I'm going to let you talk about the PN pass rate and things, uh, if you will, and, and, and brag on some people in the health science world. Well, thank you so much, and thank you for having us again. And things are going great at Northwest. We're uh, very um, blessed to be here and um, share some great things that are going on. I tell students very frequently that come through our doors that Northwest has two great things. One is our faculty, and the other is our students. And um, I tell them specifically about our students is that when our students graduate from the School of Health Sciences, they are wanted. They will have a job and they will be wanted out there in the community and in the facilities in which they will be working. When they walk through the halls of a hospital or in the facility and they are asked, where did you go to school? Where did you graduate? And they say Northwest, they immediately know that they're highly skilled they are professionals, and they know what they're doing. And so with that, we take great pride in our education and for our students. And the second is our faculty. Many of our faculty were once alum, are, are alumni of our programs and once sat in the very seats that those students sit in. And so in saying that, they take great pride in their programs. They care about the students that sit there. They want them to succeed. We want our students to be successful and so therefore they take the extra step they meet with students after class they uh, form those special study skill sessions for them and and in doing so we've um, been able to greatly improve our uh, retention rates our first year nursing uh, retention rates have increased dramatically to almost the 90 percent for the first uh, semester nursing school students, which is amazing for a first semester nursing school, and that is all contributed to Miss um, Lacey Gentry, our new director of nursing, and her uh, nursing faculty team. Miss um, Gentry is, uh, a, a, if, if anybody knows her, she's she's a, a wealth of uh, knowledge as well as uh, she's spunky. But one thing about Miss Gentry is she was appointed um, by Governor Tate Reeves to serve on the Board of Nursing, which is a very esteemed honor. You know, you, um, you mentioned uh, the word spunky. She's been on the program before. And, and, <laughs> as, you, as you were talking, I was, I, was, I was trying to get a word that was, you know, she seems like a little fireball, right? And just in, yes. in, in, in every, every conversation that we've had, uh, spunky's a good word. I like that. <laughs> And she she is well um, well respected here on Northwest campus. Another one of our great faculty members is Miss Ebony Ebony Dukes. She is our director of funeral services 
she was chosen as one of the top emerging leaders, uh, top 20 emerging leaders in the nation in funeral services, and she's the only faculty member that was nominated uh, or uh, chosen in the top 20, and that's phenomenal. And then um, Miss. Uh, Miss Do Miss uh, I'm sorry Miss Deborah Lennox she's our respiratory director she was chosen as Northwest President President's Award uh, we just have and there's many many others that I could list and and go on and on but our faculty I just without our faculty and the dedication that they do um, day in and day out we wouldn't have the School of Health Sciences and we wouldn't have the success that we have. You know, and you made the point that a lot of them in, in, in the nursing program, you know, they, they go through the program, they've been out, they've worked wherever, but they're back at Northwest taking pride in that program. It has to truthfully make everything better. When when you not, not that, you know, a person from outside can't come in and make the program better. I think you understand what I'm saying. They've been there. They've done that. They know what it is, and they can help these future nurses or whatever the, the, the medical practice might be that they go into even better because they've been there and they know what Northwest is all about. That's right. It's a sense of pride, uh, you know, as well as a sense of ownership. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Great faculty, there's no doubt about it. Let's brag on some people in Oxford, and and uh, uh, is it 100% rate we need to talk about? We did, we did. Um, one thing I'm very uh, um, proud and, and very thankful for is our PN program. We are the largest PN program in the state of Mississippi, and our Oxford campus is actually our largest PN um, program uh, campus. And we had a 100% pass rate for our Oxford PN students and for the, when they sat for their NCLEX. And we were so excited for them. And I contribute that to our new uh, director, Ms. Uh, Summer McBride. She is doing a great job in directing those faculty members, as well as the lead faculty member down there is Ms. Katina Johnson. She is uh, just a quiet um, leader, but with such wisdom, and she has helped those faculty uh, members just come together as a strong um, group of ladies, and they have helped minister to those students and help them along the way. Stephanie, let me ask you a question, because uh, the Gallo Show, which is the statewide show uh, that airs from 6 to 9 recently this week, uh, had nurses and then also had practitioners and, and, and different things discussing still the need for nurses in the state of Mississippi and still finding nurses coming from outside the state of Mississippi to fill the void of what we have. Um, you have a large class, I assume, and more that are in there that are ready to help serve those roles soon, don't you? Oh, yes, sir. And these students, all of our students, like I said, have jobs waiting, and they, many of them take jobs in their um, last semester or um, work a part-time position towards their last semester or so, but the jobs are there, and um, we are trying our best to help our facilities that are in dire need. Uh, with the shortage and with the needs. Um, and as many people know that when they have a loved one that's in the hospital and they say, well, we, we can't transport them out of the ER upstairs because there's not a bed available, it's not necessarily that there's not an actual physical bed. 
it's because there's not enough staff to staff the yeah, bed. Right. And so we are doing our best to support our our hospitals and our um, nursing homes and things of, of that so that we can help our community that we serve. And, and we Northwest serves a large 11-county district, but not just our 11 counties. We, we serve the state of Mississippi and, and then some. And so we want to do our part by um, putting out great students that are very well qualified. And ready to work when the time That's right. comes. That's right. All right, what about this uh, phlebotomy course? What do we have? Yes, yeah, so in doing so, we, uh, we were notified by our industries or by our uh, hospitals and, and, and nursing homes that there was a need for the phlebotomy course. And we are offering a 30-hour phlebotomy course. We're going to be having one this winter session that is in, you can enroll now. It is a three-hour course during the day in which someone can come in and earn a phlebotomy certification. They will be able to be trained on how to stick and run lab. And this is a great additional skill for anyone that has already some healthcare experience. Um, we will be having this in our winter session, and we will also be having this as a mini-term session in the spring. For And it will be located in the spring at all three campuses, Oxford, DeSoto, and Senatobia. This winter session will be at the DeSoto campus. And this is a three-hour course, you said? A three-hour course, that's correct, in which someone can come in and earn this certification and be able to then obtain a job with just this three-hour course as a phlebotomy How am, that That's pretty amazing, right? I mean, yes. and, you know, um, and, and there's obviously a, a dire need for, for that or, or it wouldn't be here. Um, Absolutely. But for someone that's been thinking of that uh, mm-hmm. now, again, mm-hmm. the, the time that this course will actually start is? The time this course will actually start will be December. Um, let's see. Good question. But early December, right? Yes. We're, uh, we're regi- we can register now for this course? Yes, we can register now, and I believe the start date is December the 13th. December 13th. And then a three-hour course, when you get done, you got a job. That doesn't happen in a lot of places. That's right. You know? And, I, you know, and a lot of people may have some health care experience, but they want to put something else on their resume. Sure. They want to be a little bit more marketable to a different um, entity or a different um, hospital or what have you or a doctor's office. They want this extra skill set. This is a great opportunity. Sounds so. I was actually going to make the point when we were talking about nursing that wouldn't it be nice if they could just get this done in a semester and then get into the workforce? It's not that easy. I, I get that. Uh, you know, it, it takes you know multiple semesters and years to get all the knowledge and things to be uh, mm-hmm. the nurse that you need, and then boom, you come up with the course where there actually is uh, a chance for someone, not obviously uh, the you know through the nursing, but in the phlebotomy world to do a three-hour course and and get out there. And I guess you guys are really having to adjust on the fly with everything, aren't you? I mean, the the healthcare world is changing each and every day. It is. It is. And that's why in our healthcare assistant program, which is a one-semester program, we adapted and included this phlebotomy, excuse me, we included this phlebotomy certification in our course. So if you come in and take the one semester 
healthcare assistant course now, it includes this phlebotomy certification. So when you finish that healthcare assistant program, you become certified as a healthcare assistant as well as you can sit for your phlebotomy certification. So you come out with two certifications in one semester. Excellent. I'm going to let you go now. I've got to talk with Jeff Triplett after the break. Good things happening in health sciences for sure. You've got a lot to be proud of. Thank you so very much. It's always good to talk with you. I'll try and get with you earlier in the week next time, okay? Okay, you're good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Stephanie Mullins with us. She is the dean of the School of Health Sciences at Northwest Community College. And lots of good stuff. How about that? And think about uh, the 100% pass rate for the PN program at the Oxford location. And then the jobs that are there. Students already have jobs maybe before they're even getting out of the nursing program. The phlebotomy course, only a three-hour course. And there's jobs waiting for you if you want to take that. All at Northwest. Check them out, northwestms.edu. That is the place to do it, my friends. 9.30, midway through. Jeff Triplett on the other side. He's District Director of Fine Arts Instruction at Northwest Community College. What will we talk about? Let's find out. Comes up in the second portion of the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Happy Thursday. Listening to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour, your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College on Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 and stream live at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. The Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. It's a time where we talk everything Northwest Community College. They give us great guests like the one we just talk to Dr. Stephanie Mullins talking with us about the health sciences and things going on in that department. And now we're going to kind of keep rolling through the fine arts world. We have we've talked theater, we talked the choral department last week. Now we're going to do more in the music world with Jeff Triplett who's the district director of fine arts instruction at NWCC. Jeff, welcome back to the program. I hope things are going well for you. Well, thank you for having me uh, again, Gary. It's exciting to be here with you, and uh, things are going really well. I'm going to get into some things that I asked and, and that we did talk about with Sadie Shannon and, and with Reese Norris about their departments and prospective recruits and, and how those kinds of things are going uh, in, in the music world all around. But we have an event that's going on tonight that we need to discuss and get out because people need to be at the Fine Arts Auditorium at 7. Can you tell us what they might hear if they show up? Absolutely. Tonight at 7 o'clock we have our uh, two jazz ensembles. We have our regular jazz band, and then we have our recently formed uh, jazz quintet. Um, the group's going to be performing music by artists uh, such as Frank Sinatra, Count Basie, Thelonious Monk, Sonny Rollins, Dizzy Gillespie, Antonio Carlos Jobim, Benny Golson, and Lester Young. Uh, some of the tunes are going to be some jazz standards like Doxy and Bimsha Swing, uh, The Wee Small Hours of the Morning, Killer Joan, uh, One Note Samba, and Groovin' High, and Lester Leaps In. So that's, that's kind of the list of the tunes you'll hear between the two groups. Um, the quintet that I mentioned is a newly formed ensemble that we kind of put them together last spring for a specific event and have had one request after the other for that group. They performed probably a half a dozen times this semester at school events. They've been real popular. It just is interesting, you know, to, to a guy that's been kind of through uh, that department and, and things to, to see some success and some things that, 
you know, it, it has to make those musicians feel good that they're wanted to be performing in some of all of these events that you mentioned there earlier. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we've, uh, in fact, the quintet has more performances on campus coming up next week. So they have, again, they've been in real high demand. And it's a great performance experience for those kids. And, of course, it's, you know, great to promote the awareness of, of what we do here on a campus with so many things going on. Jazz Ensemble tonight, 7 o'clock at the Fine Arts Auditorium. And we're just going to move Thursday by Thursday because I know next week on the 11th, we have something else on tap. Tell us about it. Yes, Thursday night on the 11th, we have our Northwest Choirs, also at 7 p.m. Of course, as with all of our concerts, it's free and open to the public. Uh, you're going to be hearing performances by the men of Northwest, the women of Northwest, and the Northwest Chamber Choir. Uh, in addition to a heavy dose of English language music, there also will be some songs in Swahili, as well as in uh, Venda and uh, the Bantu language, which, interestingly enough, is one of the 11 official languages spoken in South Africa. The concert primarily focuses on contemporary music, uh, whose roots are found in the last 100 years, and also features two pieces composed by our director of choral activities, Mr. Reese Norris. One of the pieces will uh, feature, uh, or be dedicated, rather, to all the heroic veterans in the, in the audience, as well as uh, beyond that, uh, and the opening selection will also be accompanied by local high school seniors. So we have a lot of great music for choral fans that evening. Jeff, I was lucky just to sing in English. I can't, I can't imagine what it's been like to learn the languages and do those things and to sing the, the pieces that you're talking about. Yeah, I don't. I, I, my the, the choir rehearsal hall is right across from my office, so I hear them rehearse four days a week, and sometimes I have to stop and go, now, what language is that? Not that I could identify it necessarily, but, yeah, it's got to be a challenge, and they, and they do a fantastic job. And then finally on the 18th, we get the entertainers, correct? Yes, the entertainers, again, 7 o'clock on the 18th. Uh, this concert will feature a lot of familiar top pop tunes from the 1970s through the current day, uh, as well as some songs that may become some new favorites. Uh, there's going to be something for everybody uh, from uh, pop a cappella to lush jazz harmonies to rocking oldies and, again, some new hits. Uh, and the overall uplifting message behind the music that evening is about the resilience that we find uh, through our love for one another. Do you guys ever sing, play, or do anything with the students in any of these that we'll see? You mean as far as the faculty goes? Yeah. Oddly, oddly enough, yes. In fact, on the jazz concert tonight, I'm filling in uh, as the bass player. I, I knew it. I, you'd look, there's too much talent in that building not to, not, not to let it go, whether it's, it's you or Jared or John and all of the ones that are there uh, that continue. And obviously talking with Reese last week on the program. And that's going to lead me into this next question because he was talking about the recruiting process and, and bringing some kids in and letting them audition and actually perform with the current choirs and things. What has it been like for you guys in the music department, specifically, I guess, you know, in the band part of the world, in recruiting students over the past year and a half, and now what you're doing to get these students back into the programs? Right. It, it has been a challenge. I have to say, overall, it's, it's gone much better than, than I personally anticipated. I mean, we're, we're obviously all in somewhat of a recovery mode, especially with recruiting. Uh, we're fortunate that throughout uh, the pandemic in, in our area schools that the arts and everything continued in some fashion. 
uh, one of the biggest challenges we've seen, certainly in the band world, is that uh, so many kids, just because of all the challenges they faced that were beyond their control, uh, you know, a lot of them, you know, I'm sure they became disenchanted, and, and I, I think we lost some potential incoming students uh, that, that may have gotten out of their programs in high school just, just out of frustration from the circumstances. So, uh, but regardless of that, you know, uh, our numbers are still good. They're better than we anticipated, and our recruiting right now, we're very much back on track. We're seeing a lot of kids. We're visiting with some band programs that have big senior classes, so we're working hard to get every one of those kids we can. So I think probably by next fall, we all feel very confident we'll be back probably completely on track with our with our numbers for band in particular. You know, I, I follow both the music and the athletic world, and I know that the, the athletic departments can find some great baseball players, football players, basketball players in DeSoto County. It's equally that way, if maybe not more so, in the music and entertainment world, watching those bands and theater productions that go on. Uh, and I don't want you know, I'm not trying to, you know, exit out, you know, Tate County, Panola County, or, or Lafayette County, or wherever. Uh, but you guys have a great area to draw from to recruit these music students. We absolutely do. You know, when you, you look at all the counties we pull from, and as you, like myself, someone that's been in this area for uh, decades, sorry, <laughs> um, you know, there are a lot of historically great band programs, choir programs, theater programs in this area. But, but bands in particular, which I can speak to more accurately, uh, when you look at all of our feeder counties, and of course DeSoto County being, I think, the second largest county in the state with a lot of relatively new large three, four, five, six, eight high schools. The band programs are huge. Uh, they're successful. And, uh, and when you look at, uh, we've recently come off state championships for all the various categories that, that all the bands in our counties have been to, and all the top bands are, are in all the areas we recruit out of, for this part of the state, of course. And uh, so we have some, uh, we are so fortunate to have these incredible programs to draw from and uh, and, and a great relationship with all of their all of their directors as well. Well, I, I will see one of those great bands in Cenotopia on Friday night, uh, as I'll be there to kind of help out with the broadcast. Uh, you go back to that program in high school, and I still tell people, and I don't know if you can remember the exact song and the performance that you did. It was at the end, and, and I'm, I'm taking you back to high school, Jeff, right? Okay. I'm, a, I'm a couple of years older. <laughs> you guys, was it Chicago that you ended a, a halftime performance with? And what was that song uh, that, that you guys played? And then, you know, they brought you guys, to, you were part of the trump, trombone, I believe, at that point, brought you to the sidelines. And, and what was that song? Can you remember? I cannot believe you remember that. Um, yes, it was the Chicago hit, Hard for Me to Say I'm Sorry. That's it. And it had a tag on the end, a little like a little short tune called Getaway, that was the trombone feature. It was awesome. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. I tell you what, I'm going to find that song and we'll go to break uh, with, with that uh, and, and so the people can kind of finish. I think I can find it with that tag on it, in fact, but I'm, I, I appreciate you uh, letting me know that. I, 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 people, I'm Googling as we speak, and I'll try and pull up uh, that music and hit the break with it. Jeff, it's been a pleasure talking with you again. If you will, tell the people how they can find all this information out, starting with the performance tonight at the Fine Arts Auditorium. Simply just go to Northwest uh, 
nms.edu or just Google Northwest Mississippi Community College. And then once you're on the school website, you can just use the search engine, look for the main calendar, and all the campus events are listed right there. All right, that gave me time to find it. Here we go into break, my friends. Jeff, thank you, and good luck with all that's going on in the music department. Thanks for your time, Gary. Appreciate it. How about that? He did give me enough time to do it. Now, I'm more excited about it than, than maybe you guys are. But this is what they played at the end of their show. Think of Jeff there. When you hear these trombones and other horns, one of the best high school performances that these guys were able to pull it off. Imagine, if you will, a high school band able to perform that. Many of you may not have known that was actually at the end of Chicago's Hard to Say I'm Sorry. We'll listen to Chicago for a few more seconds. Come back because there's high school football for me to discuss and finish up this show. A lot of good stuff already talked about with the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. We've got to move on, though, and get ready for Friday. talking rangers this hour thanks for joining us for the sycamore bank ranger hour it's a special conversation about northwest community college there's a campus near you and more to come and you can join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093 let's finish up a program shall we first of all thanks to dr stephanie mullins dean of the school of health sciences giving us some great numbers new courses bragging on faculty, talking about all the things and the great programs that Northwest offers in the health world. And then Jeff Triplett, who was just on with us. Longtime friend, and I appreciate both for being on our show today. Ten minutes left to go. So in the few minutes that we have left, a couple of things have happened in the high school world that I need to pass along. Now, we have our 6A, 5A, and 1A schools playing their final regular season games tonight. So on tomorrow's program, the back half of the program, Jake Thompson's going to be in with me to discuss some wrapping up of the 6A, the 5A, and looking into the playoffs for those classifications next week. And then we have actual playoffs that begin for the 4A, 3A, and 2A schools. Head coach of the Sinatopia Warriors, Brooks Oakley, scheduled to be on the program with me tomorrow. Of course, we'll be able to hear Sinatopia versus Houston right here tomorrow night on 93.7. With yours truly, old G-Darb, going back to Toby Town with Brian Oakley. We'll be on the call as the Warriors take on the Houston Hilltoppers in 4A football. So tonight, you'll be able to hear on our sister station, Q105.1, the final regular season game for the Lafayette Commodores as they take on Lake Cormorant. That will be tonight. And then Friday, 
You'll get the game I just mentioned here on 93.7, Sinatobi, Houston, and on 105.5 tomorrow night, you'll get Water Valley and Aberdeen. So we have all kinds of things. Regular season games finishing up for some tonight, playoffs tomorrow. And then it has been announced that the championship games will not be in Jackson. They're actually now going to be in Hattiesburg. And the deal is the SWAT championship game goes to you know the top team. And record-wise and everything at this point, that's Jackson State. So just because they could possibly be hosting the SWAC championship, the Mississippi High School Association's football state championships now will be played at Southern Mrs. M.M. Roberts Stadium in Hattiesburg on Friday, December the 3rd for Class 3A, 1A, and 6A, and then Saturday, December 4th for 4A, 2A, and 5A. So a little change in that. Coach Prime doing some work with JSU, and if they're hosting the SWAC championship, had to move some football games. So everything has now been moved to M.M. Roberts Stadium in Hattiesburg. Southern Miss will host the state championship football games. Friday, December the 3rd for Class 3A, 1A, and 6A. And Saturday, December 4 for the 4, 2, and 5A classifications. Good stuff. Gerard comes up next. Then you'll get in a Mississippi Minute. You'll get good things. You'll get Sports Talk Mississippi. Then you'll get to Lars Larson, and we'll rotate all the way around. Gallo comes back 6 to 9 tomorrow, and then we'll do the Roberts Wilson PA High School Sports Hour. Good luck to a couple of Northwest basketball teams, the men and women, playing tonight as the men will find themselves at East Mississippi taking on the Lions, 1-0 Northwest in men's basketball. That tip-off will be at 6, and then the women uh, will be at Holmes at 6 o'clock in Goodman. We'll give you maybe a little recap of that. Football action for the Rangers on Saturday as they will be at Jones in Ellisville, number 5 Northwest, number 4 Jones. First-round playoff game in the MACCC division. Winner will play for a state championship against either number 1 East Mississippi or number 10 Hines. Those two teams will be playing in Scuba on Saturday. Lots of great football played in the community college world and the Northwest football team. They've won four straight. They're seven and two. They haven't lost since losing to East Mississippi. They lost to number one East and to the team they're playing in the first round of the playoffs. Number four, Jones, seven and two and ranked number five in the country. Good luck to them as they head out and play football this weekend. And uh, by the way, the women's soccer team, I don't need to leave them out. The 11th-ranked Lady Rangers are taking on the number 2 Jones College uh, Lady Bobcats in soccer. And that's at Ridgeland on Saturday. Kickoff for that soccer match is at 1.30. All kinds of ways for you to go and read and keep up with everything going on at Northwest and sports as well at nwccrangers.com. And if you're looking for anything academically, anything that you may need, northwestms.edu. That's where you go. Our program is done. I turn it into the middays with Gerard. We'll come back, key the mic a little after 9 tomorrow with some sports discussion. Brooks Oakley, Senatobia head coach, will join us. Jake Thompson will be in studio. We'll try and entertain you for another hour tomorrow. Until then, so long. Now the time has come for leaving. Fear. Now we shall return. We were so glad we could make it, but so sad.